we are live. All right. How's everybody going? Good. 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 Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am I am really, really, really excited for this film. This looks really good. Not only am I I'm 80s. We're excited for people to see it. Oh, yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. slasher films are great, but I'm a big fan of the 80s as well. So it ticks off both boxes for me. <laughs> so this this is fantastic. I'm, I'm really I'm really glad to have all of you on. Um, so uh, first thing, I, I just want to get a brief introduction from everybody. Just uh, uh, let everybody know your name, the character you play, uh, a little bit about your character and also some of your acting experience. Um, so we'll start with uh, Miranda. Uh, hi, I'm Miranda Kilpatrick, and I play the part of Sophie Miller. Um, Sophie is somebody who is not in a very good home life, so she decides to pick up her friends and call upon a service of Satan. And it's because of this happening that then the movie fast forward to like 10 years, and then that's where the main setting takes place. So I'm the one that basically like started the whole thing and like caused the barn to be haunted and all that. <laughs> um, and a couple of my theater experiences, I've done like theater plays before since like fifth grade, um, but only in the last couple of years have I actually started stepping my foot into like filmmaking. Awesome. Miranda, can you, can you bring your mic a little bit closer to you? Is that possible? Oh, you're in a you're in an earpiece. Okay, yes, you're okay. You're okay. We'll make it work. It, okay, it sounds it sounds a little distant. That yeah, perfect, perfect, okay. perfect. All right, Tatum. Again? No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Tatum, you're up. Okay, uh, I'm Tatum Shoesmith. I play Samantha, or as some of them call her, Sammy. She's that sarcastic friend that's supposed to be like the tough one that. She, like, protects her other friends, and you don't really want to cross her. She's supposed to be kind of a little bit of a comedy relief. You kind of hate her, but you kind of think she's funny at the same time, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, I grew up doing, uh, like, theater and stuff like that, and only in the last year or so, because of Steve, actually, I got into film. So, yeah. Awesome. Ash? Hi, hi. My name is Ashley. Um, I play Allison in Trepidity, but I'm also the director of the 1976 segment at the beginning of the film with Miranda's character, Sophie Miller. Um, I've always loved film. I thought, you know, directing was going to be a career I was going to follow, Uh, but instead I decided to keep it as a hobby instead of trying to put all my eggs in one basket and rely to live off of it. But I was also a stage actor when I was in high school. I was the president of my theater troupe. We did competition theater too. Um, I took a little bit of a hiatus when I had to like step into the real work working world. So I just got back into it last year with Steve doing Blood Sisters. So awesome. with Miranda, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Magdalena. Hi, I'm Magdalena Conway. Um, I play Trish Intrepidity. Um, she is the shy one, I would say. Um, she's very quiet. She doesn't say a lot, especially like the first half of the 1980s segment. Um, she has pretty much one friend in the group, and that's Taylor, played by Paige. Um, but a little bit about me is I, I have like a really weird acting journey. Um, I started off doing ballet when I was like three, that lasted until I was like 13, but I really liked the acting aspect of ballet. So then I started doing musical theater from 13, uh, all the way through the end of high school. And then I went to school for acting at Columbia College, Chicago, Um, And there I started doing student films and such, like my sophomore year there. So I've been doing student films, indie films, just films when I can um, for about like four years now. Crazy. (laughs) I I just put that together. It's been that long. Wow. Yeah, it goes by quick. It really does. (laughs) That's that's definitely, that's a topic we can touch on. That's that's one I'm, I'm hitting, uh, I'm nearing 40 and I've, I've hit this stage of life where I'm, 
trying to figure out where all the time went, you know, and my, my niece, <laughs> I, I, I was, I got on Facebook last night. I realized this, there's a picture of my niece on her way to her junior prom. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm old. I'm officially old. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, she's turning 17 this month. It's like, Oh my goodness. Um, so, uh, Beth, you're up. Hey, uh, I'm Beth Metcalf. I play Melissa. She's the drunk party girl had the idea. She's like, Hey, let's go summon this demon. It'll be fun. I don't care about my friends, but we're going to have a great time. So that's uh, a lot about Melissa. Um, really fun to play. I also voice the demon, which it's a demon and doesn't have much background. It just came, came out of hell. And <laughs> I did all the blood and guts that you you'll see in it. I did the special effects makeup as well. Oh, it. awesome. Yeah. And um, about me, I, I'm based in Ohio. I do a lot of indie film here. Um, I'm with Heyman Talent Agency in Cincinnati and Talent Fusion in uh, Indianapolis. And um, I've been doing that for about two years. So still new. And indie horror is by far my favorite genre. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Paige, spotlight is on you. All right, here we go. Um, Hi, I'm Paige Bourne. I play Taylor Intrepidity. I think the script describes her as like the brains, like I'm sure she's like the president of her high school, like math club. Um, But she invites Trish to the barn and spends a whole lot of the time trying to like get Trish to talk and join the group and like just wants everyone to have a good time. Um, But then for myself, like a lot of others here, I started off in theater. But then a couple of years ago, I took like a hard pivot into on camera stuff. Um, So I can't remember if I said I'm based in Chicago now and I've done like Chicago PD. I did a a fan film based on The Last of Us called Stay um, and just like a whole boatload of like indies and commercials and stuff. And yeah, I love doing uh, Acrostar projects. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Jake? Hello, my name is Jake Yanko. I play Doug and I'm from the, uh, the beginning of the 1976 scene. Uh, Doug is kind of a dick. He, um, you know, he likes to drink, likes to smoke, and he's kind of just a all-around piece of uh, piece of work. He's kind of like me without the piece of work, though. You know, he's he's kind of similar to who I am, but I'm just not a dick like him. So he's a really fun character to play, and uh, it was a blast. I started my acting career maybe like four years ago, actually working at haunted houses mostly, and it was so much fun there, just doing all you know the blood work and stuff. I was like a not one of the main makeup artists, but when they needed blood, they came to me. I was a professional bloodier. And then I started taking classes at the Second City and um, just taking roles wherever I can get them. I worked with SJ and Morgan before this, and I love working with everyone involved. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so actually, Jake, I, I want to make my first question. I want to piggyback off of something you said. So you, you talked about um, your characters a little bit like you, just minus the the, the, the negative side of them. <laughs> Is that is that a philosophy you all tend to, to carry into your acting as actors and act, actresses? Like, do you do you put a little bit of yourself in your characters? Uh, I mean, for me personally, I a little bit just comes out. I kind of have a lot have a loud personality. You know, I'm a little Italian. I speak often, so it kind of just has to come out a little bit of part of me. But I try to mostly make myself what the character is supposed to be, per se. And that, that, that question applies to everybody. Um, I know for me, it depends on the character specifically. Um, like uh, in Acro Stars Morium, Tiffany, major, not at all like me. Um, but I'd say Trish is closer to me than Tiffany is, but Trish is still not like me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, Allison is nothing like me. Um, I mean, other than I like to drink part. Um, she was very similar to my character in Blood Sisters, though, to a point where Stephen, I kind of joked about it. Oh, well, it's going to be easy to just get into character because we actually filmed an episode of Blood Sisters the day before we filmed Trepidity. So it was a really packed weekend. Um, but it's actually a lot of fun to get to be someone I'm not, uh, someone who's more, you know, comfortable and confident and out there. So it's, I get to do the opposite of myself. So. 
So, so really, I, so would you say for all of you, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of depends on the character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Who I am works with the character, and then yeah, you know, it's easier to pull from yourself, kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're presented with a character that is the complete and total opposite of you, um, how do you how do you find that? Like, how do you bring yourself to? I hate to use the word summon, but I'm going to use it anyway. Like to to sort of summon something that you're not and make it convincing and believable to an audience. Lots of I mean, the way I do it with my characters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I do like a caricature of it first. Like I do all out, make it, it as extreme as possible, and then reel it back. Uh, that way, I can like hone in on something I'm not comfortable doing, but then make it more realistic. So, yeah. For for me, when it comes to playing a character that's not like myself, it's it makes it easier if I like take it from my own experiences. Like if there's someone similar that I know, I'll be like, Oh, that person does that. Oh, I could take that. But from this person, I could take it from like, if, even a, like another actor even, or, you know, a friend. And then you just combine it and see what works and what doesn't. Oh yeah. That's a really good point. Like I have stolen so many things from like friends or family members or yeah. just like people I've seen and like used it in parts where like, I can't, personally relate to it but I always at least try to like empathize with the character's point of view that like I can usually at least understand why they behave the way they do and that's usually a good connection to play a character that's like so wildly different from myself Mm -hmm. I think my favorite thing to do is to take three characters from different things like when I did Snappy the clown I took uh, what was it It was like uh, him from Powerpuff Girls combined with (laughs) Oh, it was like two other characters, and I, I like to take the three-in-one approach and, and pull little traits from each one to make something original. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, yeah, still using, like, that research aspect of it. That's awesome. Miranda, you were going to say I something? Was, I was going to say basically the same thing that Beth did. Like, I take it from, like, movies, TV shows, books, and I, like, pull pieces, and I try to copy behaviors and things, because if it's not something that I can personally pull in, it makes it a lot more difficult. But I like to challenge myself. For me, I'm, uh, I've been a musician like all of my life, and music has always been like really big in how I think. So if it's a character that's not like me, I'll try to think about what they listen to. Like if it's a southern character, I might listen to more country than I'm when I'm trying to play him, you know, and try to get myself into that headspace. It kind of helps me uh, feel like someone I'm not. Gotcha. Who have you have any of you had? Well, I, I'm sure you have. What 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 actors actresses have had the biggest influence on 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 your your method your style of acting? Um, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Um, but one of like the main people who's like one of my influences is Emmy Rossum purely because I've spent like my entire life having people tell me I look like her. So, like, growing up, um, I I just watched, like, all her movies because I was really curious, like, what she was all about since I was getting compared to her all the time. Um, so, Emmy Rossum's a huge influence on me. Um, I love her in Shameless, and I've watched so many interviews about her process with Shameless. Anybody else want to jump on that one? I'm trying to think. There's so many. It's like, yeah. Y'all, like y'all can't not pressure. answer this question. You, you have to answer this <laughs> yeah. question. You can't leave this one hanging. I'm, we're not moving on until everyone to give me one name. <laughs> I loved Brendan Fraser as a kid in The Mummy. He just looks so cool. He's so hot. He's just the most print yes. man. Oh, and I just watched that. I'm like, yeah, whatever he's doing, I want to do it. That's sick. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's yeah. awesome. Hey, I, it seems like he's going to make a little bit of a comeback here soon. Yeah, I did. I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. He's I, I would say he's like... Praise for talk. <laughs> all right, well, we're, we're, we're no longer going to talk about trepidity. Now we're going to talk about Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser <laughs> this is a Brendan Fraser yes. talk. No? I, 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 I wish I had him like hanging out in a closet somewhere and I could just pull him out. Like, hey, well, you know, actually, it just so happens that my friend Brendan's here. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'd get in the car right now. I'd be on the way. He just, he just happened to be here. Um, okay. 
Well, um, so one of the things I'm curious about is, is, is the movie's title trepidity. Does anybody want to comment on like what, what's, what's, well, what, is it a spoiler if you talk about what that means in terms of this movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't think so. Um, I guess it ties into my character mostly. Yeah, I think I call you a trepid little mouse. Yeah. At one point, and that's the only connection I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I guess like if we think about like the ending, but once again, I don't want to like give too much away. Um, but it definitely ties more so into Trish and her being so shy. And I guess it's like uh, just dealing with being shy and overcoming that. That That's that's all where I'll leave that. Gotcha. So let's talk about let's talk about the, the, the shooting schedule. Um, what, what is what has that been like for you all? A party. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, we actually filmed at my house. Um, my barn is the creepy barn. That is the setting of <laughs> trepidity. So it was easy enough for me to just get out of bed, go right into makeup and everything, and then go film. We did film an episode of Blood Sisters the day before also here at this location. Um, but it was also quite an experience to wrap filming the second day as the sun was coming up and we started early in the evening. So that was a lot of fun. And then coming back, we filmed the 1976 segment. Was it last week? Seems like it was a lot longer ago, but last week and it was much faster um, and, and a lot warmer than it was when we filmed Trepidity. It was so freaking cold. It was really cold. It was so cold. Oh God! We were all miserable with hand warmers the uh, entire night, but it was still fun. Yeah, that barn yeah. is awesome. Her whole area is incredible. And there are uh, baby ducks and chickens and turkeys. <laughs> oh my God! I, I don't you guys know, didn't I, get to I, see that. We just got to. <laughs> I want to pack them up so bad. I've seen them. I'm trying to slip them in there, but I, I was worried like quack on the way out. Oh my God. <laughs> so that that this is completely random. Um, I I actually live in a rural area too. And my my backyard is all woods basically. Um, and I have a neighbor who likes to randomly. Actually, they just recently moved, but they they they're a big animal lover. And I, I came home one day, and I kid you not, next door, uh, my my neighbor she had two baby ducks. <laughs> just just out of nowhere, she had two baby ducks. There, I mean, they were. Yay big, you know, so I got to hold a baby duck. I never got to do that before. Super cute. Super, super cute. So, so in terms, so in terms of the shooting schedule, was it, was it pretty grueling? Or have y'all, have y'all wrapped scheduling or I'm sorry, have y'all wrapped shooting already? Yes. Yes. Officially wrapped as of last weekend. Awesome. How, how long of a shoot was it? Uh, how many um, days? The first two nights and we usually started around like dusk both nights and then we just like wrapped I don't know like in the wee hours of the morning pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah up and we were like oh. the first day we started a little early to get some daylight shots um yeah and then yeah the 1976 segment was filmed last week so all of it had to be filmed at night that way we didn't have any light uh seeping through the cracks in the barn it is a really old barn and it Still, you know, you can see when it's daylight outside, so there was nothing we can do about that. So we had to get it all done. So it was just pushing and pushing and pushing. So it was it was it was totally a night shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's so so some of so so do some of you could work full time jobs outside of acting as well? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that made it a little bit rough, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, for me it was a two and a yep. half hour drive home, and we finished up at like about three o'clock so when I think I left and like I, I scratched my eye on like some fake blood or something I couldn't see properly until Monday and I had to drive two and a half hours with one eye tired as heck at one point I woke up and I was like doing 75 on the grass instead of the highway oh man but uh I made it I got back just fine it was um got a little lucky but it was a good one it was worth it I mean it was a great time I loved every second of it would you so besides he also so, refused to wash the bath here though so, so you could have gotten the blood out of your <laughs> i try i think it wasn't i mean i could have the blood off my chest yeah i definitely looked like i was like just murdered someone if someone saw me on the other side of the road i feel bad because i looked oof, 
But uh, no, I think I like scratched my eye. I, I, I tried washing that off for hours. It didn't get right until like Monday, mid-afternoon. Like this past Monday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like for like three days. I was just like walking around twitching my eye. Wow. It was, um, <laughs> it was pretty That's, good. Well worth that, it though. You came that would have been a great story had you gotten pulled over for being in the grass and you were just covered in fake blood and trying to convince the officer that it's not real blood. <laughs> it's, I know. That's what I was so thinking. Like, I'm going to – <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I'm just like pull over and take a quick nap and someone's going to come up to the car and just see me like completely <laughs> looking murdered oh goodness gracious yes that, that would have been interesting <laughs> you would have woken up to paramedics knocking on your window or breaking your car open or something yeah oh, exactly my. 16 cops all around me <laughs> thinking I just got shot you're like so, it's chocolate it's chocolate <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm shooting my chest so other other than shooting at night, was it a pretty laid back uh, shooting schedule for you? Or, I'm sorry, was it a pretty laid back shoot for you guys? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, all of you guys nice are getting cold. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, it was very cold. <laughs> Can't confirm. It was so cold. That for the for the first segment, it was so cold. Yeah, I, I just remember <laughs> when Beth was like rigging me up for <laughs> that one. Um, when I was just like laying on the floor shivering as Beth was rigging me up, that was freezing. It was very cold and being covered in blood at those temperatures. There was also a storm. It was just, <laughs> we're all like, Ooh, and they were like, everyone else, like all the, all the other people, like the moms and like everyone on crew was so nice. Cause they were like, mm-hmm. bring it's like, do you need know, water? Like, everyone was amazing. So, like, this was, like, by far my favorite shoot that we've done. How big of a crew were y'all working with? Oh. It wasn't, it's not super it big. big. Yeah, I'm trying Like, are we, are we all counting mentally? I'm trying to count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Counting so much. Maybe fun. like six other people on set. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven so people. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Something. Is, like yeah. That. And is that did that consist of like makeup people, special effects people? Like did you guys have craft services? Like what 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 was that team built of? Um, well, we have uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you have Anne, our producer, doing, like, multiple things. There's, like, Anne holding the boom, Tatum's mom holding the boom sometimes. <laughs> so everybody um, was doing, our like, makeup. Things. So so would yeah. you say this is, this our, is a really good uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. I apologize. No. Sorry. Um, Hope Hefner is who did makeup for us. She was also kind of like an assistant on set, you know, bringing us whatever we needed. And then she ended up acting in the 76 segment. So she kind of did it all too. Uh, we just had a bunch of people pulling multiple jobs yeah. on set. So it was awesome. So at its heart, this was very much a grassroots independent project. Mm-hmm. That's yes. fantastic. And so, um, and, and you guys, y'all have been going through a, a crowdfunding. You, you've, you've had an Indiegogo that's been pretty successful. Um, did, did y'all have an Indiegogo prior to, cause I got attached to this a little bit late. Did, did, did y'all have an Indiegogo prior to this current one or did you have uh, alternative fundraising you did? Yes, we did have an Indiegogo, uh, before we start, started shooting, uh, the 1980s, uh, segment actually. We tried to do like a big push before that, but I think we gained more traction once we had like footage from the 1980s segment to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot more active now than like our original push prior to shooting, like to try and fund all the like post-production stuff. Yeah. The, the, the Facebook group, I, I, that's, that's one of the best, I think that's one of the best tools for an Indiegogo campaign is getting a Facebook group together and then getting a community built and just interacting with them. I, I think I think that's probably one of the best tools in the arsenal for crowdfunding, period. Um, I'm actually doing that myself. Um, so how did you all get connected with Steve and Ann? Uh, so some of you have worked with them previously, but how did you all end up meeting them uh, with, with the first, you know, be it Trapidity or whatever project you started with them? I met him through uh, Morium, which I always Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good shoot. That was a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> 
And um, um, my sister is an actress, uh, and she met Steve through Moriam, and I met Steve through her. So I guess Moriam is like <laughs> the root and cause of everything. So. Well, I'll represent for In the Dark. That was the first project <laughs> I did with Steve. Um, yeah. Yeah, I started as Snappy on In the Dark as well. And I found Steve on backstage. Yeah, and I was same. auditioning for a different role. And he's like, you know, the clown was going to be a but like, I think you'd be a cool clown. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Wait, Beth, who did you audition for first? Oh, I think it was Samantha. Oh, that's who I ended up playing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome. That's interesting how that happens. He was like, "Be the clown." <laughs> yes. I want to hear more about this clown because I'm terrified of clowns. <laughs> it's so creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Snappy the clown. That was like, <laughs> it was a great time. Um, yeah, in the dark. Um, it's it's like following this character and and kind of her mind and Snappy's kind of a culmination of, of her mind and Tatum plays that, that character's role. I'm in her mind. And, um, I just kind of pop up with my drooling black goo out of my mouth and my horn. And I'm like, ah, you're good for nothing. And it's, it was a blast to play. And, um, yeah, we, we had a good time with snappy. The catchphrase is be happy for snappy. So if you see me commenting that on the, on the Facebook group, that's, (laughs) That's her phrase. That's kind of how I got picked to uh, play the demon as well. He's like, you know, you did the snappy voice. What about the demon voice? There's not there's not a whole lot in horror that scares me, but clowns do. That that's probably like the one the one thing left that will make my skin crawl just a little bit <laughs> because clowns are terrible. Did you guys did you all see uh, Eli Roth's movie Clown several years ago? Yes, I love Eli Roth. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. It's one of his lesser known releases. In fact, I don't think it. Um, I remember. I don't think it got a theatrical release, and I want to say it almost didn't come out in the states for some reason. It ended up having like an international release. Um, I don't remember how I got to see it, but it's but it's an interesting movie. It's worth worth a watch. It's an interesting take on the the whole idea and the origin of the of the clown. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, so Steve was telling me in the chat that there were some strange goings on, uh, during the shoot. So I'm, I'm very, very curious to hear what, what was happening. Can I preface real quick? Um, it is my barn. Um, I just moved onto the, into the house and this land back in June. So not even a full year. And the house is about 123 or 24 years old. Um, I didn't get any bad vibes in the house at all. Like for it being that old, totally normal house, didn't feel unsafe. I cannot be in that barn by myself even now, uh, let alone before we started summoning demons literally in the barn. Um, it's always been creepy. And then filming there just kind of like hit the nail in the coffin. So anybody else wants to take it away. Oh, I like remember vividly when we were filming the seance scene, there's like a door on the front and it kept banging right around like the same line. And we would, we did like multiple takes and that front door would bang like every single time. And I remember like Magdalene and I, like, I don't think our faces were shown in this particular shot. So we just kind of like looked at each other every yeah. single time this door would bang. Mm-hmm. I Like we thought we were going to die when that happened. Cause like, we couldn't move, but, like, Paige and I, during this one part they were filming, Paige and I were, like, right in front of where it was, like, banging. And so we just heard it, like, bang behind us, and both of us, like, looked back into the darkness and then looked at each other, but they were, like, in the middle of a take. And so we couldn't We're like, oh, great, anything. it's going to get us first. Fantastic. Yeah, so we just <laughs> looked at each other, like, in fear, like, cool, this is how we die. <laughs> I also remember, too, the next day, another scene between Magdalena and I, um, a storm was kind of brewing all day. And I remember, like, we're just chatting and this, like, thunder just, like, rumbles in the background. And I hope we use that take. I have no idea. But that was pretty creepy, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In that back room. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also, I remember. 
oh, sorry, after the first day of filming, I was taking my dogs for a walk and there was just so much blood in the field behind the barn. I'm like, sure, there's so many animals. We hear coyotes all the time. We see rabbits, raccoons, literally everything out here. I just thought it was like super coincidental that there's so much blood just spread out right behind where we filmed. So I I took a picture and I sent it to Michelle and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've never seen just blood out here before. So <laughs> that was funny, I guess. The best animals were the bats. There were like bats all in the barn when we were filming the uh, 76 scene. And I'd be like trying to read, you know, yeah. do the scene, doing lines. And I'd see the shadow of a bat fly across the back of the barn wall. And I'm like, oh, that's probably like right above my head. Just hoping they don't die about me. Really they were cute blood. bats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I worked all the dogs that might happen. It didn't happen when we filmed in March. They were hibernating somewhere else. They were very active last weekend. So, well, that's what you get for it being warmer. <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the bats over the cold any day of the week. Yeah. Miranda, what was it you said? There's some of those bats, like they came down really close to our heads, and it was really hard not to flinch or anything when we were filming because we all had to, we had to stand, sit still and just read our lines and like the bat right here <laughs> they didn't break character they didn't break character once like when the, the bats were like you can see the shadows probably in the background so we're probably not going to even use those shots but they were coming real close they didn't break character <laughs> once we did not need to stop so bravo <laughs> that's that's pretty hardcore uh i just with with rabies <laughs> things not break character bravo to all of you that's fantastic. Okay, so so all of these bizarre poltergeisty kind of things that were happening, uh, would you say they were all tied to the seance scenes and the summoning scenes in the film? It sure seemed like it. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. Like it. One one part, like it, I was, at one point, like I was ignoring it while I was doing the speaking part, because Melissa is the one that really summons it. And, and one time, like, the door slammed really loud, and I just kind of, like, looked, and I just kept going. And I was like, you know, we use this footage. That's live, raw evidence. <laughs> so some of this footage is actually in the movie? Some of these things happening? Yeah. We'll see if, yeah, he puts it yeah. in. I mean, it was happening while we were filming, so. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you. It was incredible. You're going to have to do a DVD commentary or like a, you're going to have to do a commentary to, to let the audience know when all these weird, bizarre things were happening. You know, what's disappointing though, is there wasn't a barn owl. You had bats, you had ghosts or something, but, you, but there was no owl. So, so was this stuff happening the entire time, the entire shoot after you guys started those summoning scenes? I feel like it was only around the summoning scenes. Like, I think it stopped when we stopped filming all of, you know, the extra coverage of all of us while Beth is speaking in Latin, saying God knows what. I mean, I feel like it was only around that time, right? Later, when we're actually getting bloody and stuff, we didn't really hear any weird stuff. No. Only around the Latin. Wow. And it was what, real Latin. I remember there. I remember there was one take where Miranda was doing the summoning scene and it was like right when she finished it, the wind like slapped the barn door right up front and like slammed it a little bit. It was like perfect timing. Perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah barn door, she talks. I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Beth, you have a very shocked reaction right now. Do you want to explain what you're, what you're thinking? Yeah. Cause like, that's what happened. And what yeah. We that's what happened during the 1980 shoot. I didn't even know My that. Barnes the true star. No. <laughs> and it knows when to slap. <laughs> so, so at any point with all of this going on, I mean, did did it did it give you pause? Did you question like, ooh, maybe we, you know, maybe we should stop shooting? Like, did it? Because that that's really spooky. That's that's really spooky. Didn't some of the people like leave? Like they're like, this is getting a little too creepy, and they like went back into the main yeah. house, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle, my yeah, the yeah. person who was uh, like assistant and she was doing wardrobe. She was like, I'm done. And she stayed in the house and my house for the rest of the night. Um, I know we all enacted the buddy system. I mean, going from barn to house, we we're not trying to be by ourselves after that. Um, we also there are plenty of rooms in the barn. 
we didn't have lights on them, so they weren't, you know, distracting while filming. None of us would go in there by ourselves. I mean, let so alone what animals we might find. It was creepy, though. So this is a pretty big barn, it sounds like. It's, it's a, a nice decent barn. size, and it's got an upstairs, too. And is, is it, is it like... Is it horse? Is is it horse? When you describe the rooms, are those horse stables or the actual rooms? Um, I feel like at one point they were horse stables that started getting turned into different types of like utility rooms and stuff. But it's all pretty much still like bare bones wood everywhere. So very creepy though. At least they all had doors so we can shut them when we're not trying to look into the dark. Pretend abyss. they're not there. <laughs> yep. I left uh, I left a cigar in there. We we're done filming. And I, I walked back there by myself, and oh my god, it is way creepier when you're by yourself. Yeah, I was I actually gonna ask. Barn, you know, <laughs> it was all dark. I'm like looking around. I can't see anything. My eyes are already messed up at this point, and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it back. I was gonna ask, what's it like now? I mean, now that shooting's wrapped, and it's it's is is the barn have a weird vibe to it now? Um, it's always had a weird vibe to it. Um, I refuse to be in there by myself. Uh. Even like during daylight, I don't like being there. Not, not just for like the spooky vibes, but for animals and stuff too. Um, but we didn't wash any of the blood off. So there's actually a pentagram in the middle of the barn floor right now. So we'll see what happens, how long that's going to stay there. Um, it's a little creepy. <laughs> you can just cover it with hay and leave it for the next person <laughs> that buys the property. That's what I think. Yeah, I think Jake joked about that. He was like, I was yeah, saying that we'll someone's going to sneak in there. That there. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, Imagine the kids sneaking in there and seeing that. I'd be shitting my bricks. And then actually enacting the entire film in real life, yeah. That really, that really makes you think of that uh, the the Poltergeist movie and all the, the weird, you know, they said that was a cursed film and all the weird stuff that happened with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, also, uh, I know Michelle sent this to our, we have a messenger group too. Um, I've been here since June. Um, we have eight acres. I walk the land a lot. I've got two dogs that are very active. Um, I found a really weird like angel cherub statue on my land, like less than a hundred feet from the barn that I've never seen before. Sure. I could have like missed it every single time I've walked that exact trail. But I just found it like right after we finished wrapping. And I thought that was really creepy. It's ugly too. And it looks really old. And it's like right by the barn. I don't know how that got there unless a previous owner put it there and I've been missing it this entire time. It's still creepy though. So, I mean, it's it's possible it got added since the shoot, essentially. I mean, who knows what demon put it there or if one of you guys are pulling a cruel prank on me. I mean, it's really creepy though. Nobody say anything ever. <laughs> if one of you did it, she can never know. It's also when I found all those bones too. Oh yeah. So it begs the question, Ashley, like what, what if whatever was going on in the barn translated to the home after the shoot, like would you sell the house and didn't move? Like, um, I mean, I like to think I'm not one of those, like, stereotypical white folks who like to just stay in a really haunted demony house but like I'm also really attached to this house too I still don't get any bad vibes inside the actual home the barn itself though it's at least a couple probably like I don't know how far away it is like at least 200 feet that way so it's not right on the house just on our land uh I can avoid it if I need to so that's fine <laughs> I was going to say, if you get scared and want to sell it, just give me a call first. Just I, I, I'm okay. on it. I will take that place. <laughs> or I'll buy the barn even. So. <laughs> it can't, it, you can just rent out the barn. Perfect. I'd love to live in there. Haunted Airbnb. <laughs> I think you actually have to disclose hauntings when you sell property. Like, like if there's a haunting or a murder or something bizarre like that, I think you actually do have to disclose it when you sell it. Um, I've heard of you, yeah. Um, so, so it, it, it obviously can't be denied that some strange things happened. I mean, it's, it's very real. There are, there are a lot of witnesses. Like I'm, I'm curious, I normally don't venture this direction on, on the show, but we're talking about it. So I'm going to, I, I'm curious to know, and, and I actually want to hear from each of you, like, what are, what are your thoughts on what was actually going on when that happened? Do you believe in demons? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe it was the wind? I, I'm curious to hear what each of you think was, was really happening. We'll start with Miranda. 
Oh boy. Um, I believe yes, demons and ghosts and such are real, but in that sense, I think it was like in the year just to keep my mind calm or what. I was just thinking, oh, it's the wind, it's the storm, because it was really windy out. But I purposely tried not to think too much about it. I, I also don't like horror stuff. <laughs> yet I really, I but you, but you're in a horror film. <laughs> I know, yeah, ironic. <laughs> but yeah, so to me, I think it's just because I was like. Oh, it's just the wind. It's fine. It's fine. I just like calmed myself down that way, but I just didn't think too much into it. Taylor, what about you? Well, honestly, I believe in like anything, like everything's possible. My house itself that I live in now is like over a hundred years old and we have activity all the time. So I was kind of used to haunted things going on. In the case with the barn, I, I'm not really sure. I do believe that seance brought on some weird energy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, it seemed like a real spell to me. So I was like, I don't know. This seems kind of suspicious that things are happening at the same time. So Was, I it, was it a real it spell? Yes. It seemed I'll like see. it was. <laughs> wait, wait. So Beth is saying it was. Beth, did you did somebody pull it out of a book or something? Um. So I was going over the lines and... And I know a little bit of Latin just because, like, I was in choir and just other stuff like that. And um, it, we, it, it was saying, like, I, I invoke this spirit. Like, it was a full-on yeah. Latin. Oh, my God, yeah. guys. This is real. And then as soon as we started, that's the, the weird stuff happened. And I was like, bro, this is ironic. So, yeah. She was too powerful. She put too much emotion I into it. <laughs> she made <laughs> Okay, I didn't yes. have as big of a Latin portion as Beth did, but mine like translated as like we offer our bodies to Satan or something like that. I remember seeing that in the trailer, uh, that 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 line coming out. That's that's interesting. Ashley, what about you? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I I, I get really weird vibes in the barn by itself is probably as old as the house. So who knows what's happened? You know, who's died there? Who's died on the land? I do believe in hauntings. I mean, I believe in ghosts and everything. I find it very coincidental that it was windy and storming the whole night, but we really only got those bangs from that specific door during that scene, during that actual portion of the film. So we would actually, like the wind would be strong enough. It was pool pulling the actual barn doors up and then it would gently glide back down. But then we'd get a slam like right when we're summoning a servant of Satan. I mean, kind of coincidental, right? I mean, I don't know. I think something happened added to what was already there. So. Magdalena. Um, yeah. I mean, I love the idea oh. of like believing in ghosts and stuff. Um, I work at the zoo here in Chicago which is very haunted, um, has so many ghost stories attached to it. Um, and so I love experiencing like creepy things like the barn door slamming. And when Paige and I were like right next to it, like slamming, it felt so real and it felt just like actually scary and more not a coincidence. Like when you're right by it, if that makes any sense. Cause like, yeah. there was like nothing we could do and we, yeah in that moment was when I, that was like the moment that had me convinced was when Paige and I were sitting like right next to it and we couldn't move Beth yeah um I believe in demons angels ghosts um I love that stuff I'm I'm super into the spooky um yeah and just with with it being like a real like couple latin phrases I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, ah, like it's, it'll be fine. And we get in there and we start filming and I'm fine. And then like the door starts slamming at, at the same time over and over. I'm like, is this a ghost? That's like, I've always wanted to be in the movies. I'm going to do this on cue every time. <laughs> but it was, it was just so weird. And then this like, this just like feeling, like it felt like this just feeling like everything was just like, ooh, like it felt real all of a sudden. And, and then afterwards, like, like they were saying, like it went back to lighthearted and the blood was spraying and everyone was just having a great time. 
So I, I feel like it was real. Paige, what about you? Um, so my family's from Milwaukee and my dad used to live in a really old part of the city where we later found out the property used to be a morgue. So like lots of creepy stuff happened there. So I'm definitely like open to the possibility. Um, just to get through shooting, I convinced myself that it was the storm and the wind, but like looking back on it now, it's just like really coincidental and weird that it kept happening during the seance scene. And then I didn't know what happened during the 76 segment. So that's, I think I'm like leaning towards, mm, it's a little bit of a coincidence. <laughs> Jake. I personally have never really believed in anything like that. I spent a lot of time when I was younger, like hanging out and just drinking at the uh, Banchers Grove Cemetery, which is obviously super famous, super haunted. But half of it's also, I'm just trying to like antagonize the ghosts. You know, I don't believe in it. Show me something, make me believe in it. And I'm getting, I'm getting close to, you know, we're filming it or getting the barn shaking. I'm seeing it and I'm like, all right, but I can chalk it all up right now. Oh, it was the wind. It was a, it was a stormy day all day. You know, of course the barn was cranking. I want the, I really want to pull them out, you know, convince me ghosts, do something. So you're still not convinced even after that? It's going to take a lot. I mean, I, it's, it's getting there. It was good. They did good that day. You know, they were really trying, <laughs> but they didn't sell me yet. You got to like really put that fear in me. So you're on, you're on the quest for the haunted production right now. Like that's your, that's your big goal. Oh yeah. I'm on the quest to find them. I ain't stopping until I'm a believer. That's, that's, uh, that's, I, 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 were it me there, uh, I, I, I personally, since we're all sharing, I, I do personally believe in demons and, and, uh, as well. And I, I'm, I'm, I probably would have been one of the people to walk off set and say that I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not messing with this. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Beth, um, if it's okay, I want to focus on you for a second. Um, mm -hmm. since you, you worked on the makeup effects. So my first question is, uh, are you a Tom Savini fan? Oh yes, absolutely. Have you absolutely. ever met Tom? I saw him of like a month ago. I was working at this like a uh, horror expo in uh, Cincinnati and he walked by and I was like, that, that was the closest you didn't say hi to him or shake his hand or anything? I was just stunned. I was like, oh, hey. That's, that's <laughs> fair. That's so fair. I was just, <laughs> just, just speechless. So mm -hmm. can, you, can, you get, can you tell us a little bit about the, the makeup effects process and like what, what you guys used, what you did, you know, what you did? I, I want to know more about that for this production. Yeah, for sure. Um, it <coughs> was me. my my most involved um makeup uh definitely i had to prepare months in advance for it and do a lot of budgeting for it um we did a lot of blood squibs so we had the your uh your classic garden hose pump and we would have it attached to people for their different scenes and um we we would be spraying blood everywhere um i think my favorite thing that we did was this this part where a lot of people had like we had to have a shot of everyone getting sprayed and and we just had such a good time with it. I'm like, all right, you ready? It's going to come at you fast. And we'd say action and it just, and it was just so funny every time. Like we have so many bloopers from that. Um, and then just, yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to give too much away. Cause like, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but it was very involved and there's a lot of blood, a lot of guts, um, we had a lot of fun, but the blood was made with like the, your, your typical like caro syrup and chocolate. And so it was like, that's what really not, was chocolate. Okay. Now, <laughs> now it makes yeah. sense what you're saying, Ashley. Okay. Yeah. We had like the chocolate. Cause like sometimes blood would like come out of our mouths or like it was everywhere. We were just, everyone was just covered. And, um, a couple of us had a hotel and we all walked back to the hotel and they were like, uh, y'all good? And we're like, oh, we're just filming a movie. And then they're like, oh, and so we got everyone on the Facebook group from that. So shout out to the people from the hotel that might get to see this. Um, okay, yeah, so Tat Tatum and Magdalena, they both have big smiles here. So you, there's a story here. I want to hear it. <laughs> what, what happened? Well, Tatum, Paige, Beth, and I were all at the same hotel that weekend. Um, Paige, Beth, and I were all in the same hotel room. Um, the very last night we got done filming, we had decided to go try and sleep before we hit the road for the rest of the day. 
Um, but like we walked in and we had not like washed up like whatsoever. Um, and uh, when we went to like go check out, we looked like so decrepit, and like we hadn't really slept still. But the lady who helped us check out, she was like, "Oh, y'all are filming a movie." And we're like, yeah, yeah. We were so tired, too. So I don't know how good we were at answering questions at that moment. But um, we explained to her kind of what the movie was and why we kind of have blood all over us. Uh, But then she was like, oh, is there, like, a way I can see it? And then we explained the Facebook group. And she joined the Facebook group based on that. It was funny because we went back up to the hotel room right after that. And she even, like, called our room. She's like, just to be sure, it's called trepidity, right? <laughs> oh, it, you know, it would have been really funny if just in your tiredness you had said no, why? Like, when she asked if you were filming a movie just, and just just casually walked off. <laughs> um, we got back so late that because um, I got back to the hotel first and the hotel breakfast had already started. So I literally just like sat in the hotel lobby looking like a disaster, just eating some like bacon and eggs. And then I went back and like took sh- took a shower and went back to bed. <laughs> so, you, so, wait, so you ate the continental breakfast at the hotel covered in like blood? I mean, like I had cleaned up a little bit, but like I was probably quite a sight just eating by myself, <laughs> like with like dried chocolate on me. <laughs> Wow. Do you you remember, were there other people in the room with you at the time? Um, There was like some of the hotel staff, but I got back at like six in the morning or something. So most other people were not up, thankfully. So I just tried to like sneak back to the room. There's no sneaking like that. (laughs) (laughs) I I did my best. I tried. (laughs) I was hungry. They're probably still (laughs) investigating the security tapes now, trying to figure out what happened. (laughs) So Beth, going back to the makeup, you mentioned guts. Like, were, were there actual guts? Like, did did you have like pig entrails, or or can you elaborate on that? The guts were made of silicone. Um, they were super awesome. They were really fun. Everyone took a picture. I think individually with the guts because we we just had a really good time with them. Uh, but yeah, it was like these silicone guts were kind of heavy, and then I just would take like the blood solution and coat with that and like some Vaseline to make them look fresh. So they were, they were a blast to work with on set. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I was, where was I heard this? I was, I was, I was either listening to a podcast. Yes. Um, Eli Roth's history of horror. Um, there's a, there's a podcast version of it and he was interviewing Tom Savini and um, Tom was talking, they were talking about day of the dead and some of the stuff they did with those pig intestines. Apparently if you cover uh, entrails or just stuff like that with like a water-based lubricant, it makes it like this very shiny, glistening, like disgusting looking, like real. So like did, did Vaseline have the same effect? Yes, it does. It, um, it gives it that shine and, and plus like silicone is shiny too, like with the way they were painted. Um, so yeah, I just gave it that, like it, it made them kind of move more gut, like had like freshly, the slipperiness. Good. Yeah, very slippery. And it, it could show like on camera. It, it read well onto the camera with like that shine and then the additional blood. And yeah. Okay. So potential spoiler alert. What was the grossest thing that happened during the set? Did, did anybody come close to throwing up? Like what was like the grossest? Like, okay, this was just a little bit too much for me. Hmm. The grossest part for me was driving home with all the chocolatey blood on my chest. And like I, I'm already not doing good, and I'm trying to just pull it off me so it would unstick, and then I would just like keep my like chest forward so it wouldn't stick, and then it would just coat right back on. I'm pulling out like chest hairs and stuff. Oh, it oh, was, uh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, it was getting there. That blood was sticking. I probably should have washed that off too before I left, but it's a lot of blood. Did it smell like chocolate? I don't think I could smell anything by the time I left. I couldn't tell you. It does smell like chocolate. Yeah. I can smell it didn't taste like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, take... I. Oh, go ahead, Ashley. Was Sorry. that you talking? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I have a really strong stomach, so nothing made me feel like queasy or anything. But back to when Beth was talking about spraying us all with the garden hose, I was like the first one to actually 
do it. So I was like the guinea pig the first try. And there was a clog, I guess, or it was too thick at one point, And then it just spurted all out all at once. Um, that was really fun and gross. And it got everywhere, went down my throat, up my nose, everything. So that was the one time I was like, okay, let me take a break real quick. That was not comfortable. So wow. <laughs> I want to see, yeah. can, can you, can you send me a picture of what the barn looks like now? I, I've got to see like the post shoot of, of the barn. I want to, I want to see how awful it looks in there. Stupid yeah. I can get you that tomorrow. It's dark out right now and I refuse to go out there at night. So. Oh, that's an idea. Let's, let's live stream Ashley going to the barn. <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. You don't want to go viral. Come on. <laughs> I'll probably get attacked by coyotes or something too. It's very active at night when no one else is out there. I definitely want to see a picture though. Now Tatum, you were like really, really thinking like what, what was, what, what almost got you during the shoot? Like what was the grossest thing? I think what almost got me was when the blood started like flaking off and I was like eating food at the same time. And just like it mentally being like, that's flaked off blood that I'm like eating. I don't know. That mentally got to me. And it was like, Oh yeah, little blood flakes on my food. Love it. (laughs) Otherwise I don't think, I don't think it really got to me. The guts look so realistic, though. Beth did such a great job. It looked, it looked oh, disgust- disgustingly. <laughs> Miranda, what about you? I mean, nothing really bothered me too much. I, I personally just have like this like really bad gag reflex. So every time we had to like stick the fake blood in our mouth and like spit it out, like oh, I just did not like that at all. <laughs> and Ashley was having way too much fun with like spilling blood on all of us and just like taking the bowl full and dumping it on us. (laughs) I was going to say for the 76 segment, we didn't have Beth. So I was like making as much fake blood as I can. And Miranda, you were kind of lying. You did not want to be covered in blood. You complained about it even before we started filming. So that's why I intentionally was like, it's going in your hair. It's going all down your shirt. It's going everywhere just to make you feel a little bit more uncomfortable. That's what you get for complaining. Yeah, I I literally (laughs) hid behind the camera equipment. So I was the last person to get bloodied. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Magdalene, were you about to say something? Oh, no, I just noticed that Jake had left, but he came back. (laughs) Yeah, I actually started laughing so hard when um, she called out Miranda that I pushed the back button and it, it passed me out of the call. Oh, so this yeah, is... she was the last one to, to wait to get bloodied. I got bloodied first, and then she was definitely she was pushing it back as far as she could. So so this is like this is the first time this is coming out. <laughs> well, I realized it after. I was like, damn, why why the hell did I go first? Why did I think that was a good idea, Jake? Why was I so excited for this? Now I'm sitting here just destroyed while everyone else getting bloodied. And I'm like, yeah, Miranda was thinking right there. She's she's done this once or twice, I think. She knows go last. I love, I love the chemistry between all of y'all. That's, that's fantastic. And that's, that's really got it. So what would y'all say makes a really good, I want to ask, I, I, we're getting towards the end of time. I know some of y'all have to get up and go to work in the morning, so I won't, I won't hold you too long. Um, I want to segue into, uh, I'm really big on uh, independent film and um, helping the next person, the next generation. So um, I just want to ask a couple of questions for up and coming actors who are, uh, trying or they're thinking about trying, or maybe they don't think that they should even try. What advice would y'all have for them? And I, and I'll go, I'll go in order. Uh, Miranda, I'll start with you. Um, really just go out and try it. Like, even if it's just like a background role, cause I started off with just being an extra in Morium and now I'm doing blood sisters with Ashley and Delilah. Like I did, I just was just wanting to try it. Just like, oh, cool, it'd be cool to say like, oh yeah, that's me in the background. And then you start to find out other local shoots and little auditions and you just audition, try it. And you never, you never might know. Just do it. Tatum. You meet a lot of new people. That's true. Yeah, you really do. That networking is super important. That's a really good point. Tatum, what about you? Uh, I mean, there's obviously a lot of doubt when it comes to this kind of career, but I think the thing to remember is that you don't want to regret anything. 
and life is so short. And if that's something you really have a passion about, you, you know, I think you just have to go for it and like, don't get caught up in what people think of you and what you're doing because it's okay to live a life others don't understand. So yeah, I'd say just, just try or you're going to really regret it and you don't want that. So. Ash, Ashley. Um, my advice is to get involved with whatever like role you can, um, even if it's not on camera, but behind the camera, because networking is important. Um, you know, if you get that no at an audition, you don't get a call back. Okay. See how you can, you know, assist in the production in other ways. You're, you're putting yourself out there. People are also getting to know you. They might even get to know your personality. Be like, oh, you know what? This person might be a good fit. Let me send them an audition their way for this production, even if it's not the one you wanted. So just, I mean, if you're really passionate about it, you know, don't necessarily take no for an answer. Find other avenues to get there. Magdalena? I think, oh, I think she's, frozen. Magdalene, can you hear us? Maybe. Oh, there you are. Okay. Can, can Am I you? good? You're kind of, you're kind of coming in and out. Am I on? I think. Wait, there you are. I think, I think, I think you're, Magdalene, you there? Wait, there you are. Okay, I think I think your connection got back. Okay, Magdalene, what what do you, what do you? Okay, I just changed positions. Weird. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I can't stress making connections enough. Uh, even in the just indie film industry. Um, other industry professionals. There are connections I made like um, years ago at this point that are giving me opportunities like now. I have like two gigs coming up this week from uh, connections I made like literally three, four years ago. So just keep keep like those connections, like stay connected with them, like keep in contact. It's super important. Beth? I think it, for me, it, it's like three things. So like knowing your resources, um, finding castings, backstage agents, uh, Facebook. Facebook is huge for film, which is crazy. Um, yes. Absolutely. Putting in the work, doing the submissions, you know, like for every 20 auditions you do, maybe you'll book one thing, but that's like so worth it. You got to just put that work in every single day, do something to further your career. And then just the third point is just pursue your dream passionately and relentlessly and don't let people try to stop you because people do. And, and it's important to just let that light your fire and you'll find a really awesome community out here that's supportive and loving. Absolutely. Paige. Sure. Um, my advice would just be to like, do it. Like I can be a perfectionist sometimes. And I know in the past I'd be like, Oh, well, I'll just go ahead and start when like, this is in line or this is in order. And like, nothing is ever going to be totally perfect. Um, so just like pursue it, do your best. I would also say too, is try and find, um, other like-minded people. Like what I love about Acrostar is like, we work with each other over and over and over again. And I think that really helps contribute to like the chemistry we have on and off camera. So just like find, people that you want to be creative with and collaborate with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jake. I think uh, before you started or done anything, it seems so scary almost like just going out there and having to memorize lines and do everything, but it's, it's, it's really easier than it seems like everyone I've worked with has been so incredibly nice. I haven't been afraid to mess up or make a mistake. I haven't done, uh, Everyone just works with you and you, you all want to do the same thing. You all want to make a good project. You all want it to be great. And I've really met some incredible people while doing it. And it's been one of the best part. Yeah, absolutely. So, so definitely the common thing I'm hearing is just get out there and do it. Don't be afraid. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we'll just, we'll, we'll wrap it up there, guys. I really, really appreciate y'all coming on. Um, it's, it's been 
I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. It's, it's all of y'all are wonderful. I really have enjoyed talking to you. The chemistry between all of you is fantastic. Um, and uh, hang out for a few seconds after end recording, but we'll go ahead and close. But y'all, y'all take care, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Brian here. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I had an absolute blast making it, and I'm so glad each of you could join me. I do want to take a quick moment to remind each and every one of you that you're awesome, that you're loved, and that you matter. And I'm so glad each and every one of you are here. So until next time, stay tuned, stay curious. And as George Romero used to always say, Stay scared.